1: I'm David Ellicou, and this is The Knowledge. A place for discussing big ideas and pressing issues. Each week, I'll be joined by a variety of incredibly interesting individuals for learnings, musings, and discerning chinwags on everything you need to know to navigate the world around you. This week, you'll hear my pre-pandemic conversation with Richard Odifissan. A manager at deloitte consulting we talked all about consumerism and fast money charity and the poverty gap you can find richard on social media at tftp underscore and also in his capacity as a podcast host at tales from the plantation please don't forget to rate review and subscribe if you like this episode and share it with a friend this market yeah i don't know why they think that we wouldn't actually know they're probably right because i think for a lot of guys long term in terms of men yeah. male shopping trends you kind of just buy a jacket and stick with it and that becomes your winter jacket and maybe even if you have like three or four winter jackets that's your jackets whereas women it's like the year is 2018 this was the jacket i wore that winter yeah. between january and february Only. Yeah, and that's it. And then every event, you have to buy something new. So I guess it it makes sense from that perspective because you can't you can't be spending that kind of money. Even that doesn't make sense to me. No. It's I, the consumerism. One, two, three, four. I mean, I won't four, lie because I probably have a lot of jackets. You've but got, you've I'm got, talking about you've the got, average you've person.
0: Got holiday wardrobes, bro.
1: Not necessarily. Not
0: lying to me. Not lying to me.
1: You're lying. You know what's funny though. You're lying. So I'm not a You're liar. minimalist, but I've been thinking I need to pare down my wardrobe. One day, my plan is that I'll just take everything. Wear the same size. No, that wasn't the plan. We share, actually, I don't even I didn't share, even know what I was going to do with myself.
0: Share, we wear the same size.
1: What I was thinking actually is just I'll just keep this wardrobe here and then start a new one, and then just like buy just the core individual, you know, like how people have capsule wardrobes. But then you I'll know that behind the scenes. a different <laughs>
0: life. Well, no, because then... You it, said, let me pare down my wardrobe. And then your next sentence was, let me start a new one. That's not what pair well, means. You have missed pair P-A-R-E, with pair P-A-I-R. You wanted to
1: have two wardrobes. I don't want to risk said, not having things that I need. What, what you know? happens if one day then you don't have stuff? You know what, we are not the same. I don't know. I think it's just a risk, but I should do it. I should definitely do it because I do feel like generally as an environmentalist and someone that cares about our planet and its sustainability. And also just generally, because I think I could do with a lot less clothes than I have. And a lot of the clothes I have, I probably don't even wear. So first of all, choice fatigue in terms of, oh, I'm going out deciding what to wear, especially if you're trying to be fashionable, that can be quite long. What I've decided, at least with watches, for example, I've switched it up, changed the system, changed the game. It's changed my life. Okay, maybe not my life. But so what I do now is actually I'll just wear a watch for like a week. Instead of deciding, because before, maybe like depending on what I'm going to wear, I might be like, <laughs> not, that I, not that I have loads, but no 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 i me mean go, look,
0: I want this one. even if I you want have this
1: even if you have like three watches then Watch. you might decide okay i'm wearing this kind of outfit or i'm going to this kind of place this is what i should wear um and so that adds to the choice fatigue because it's something you use to express yourself but now i will just and it's been quite good like i just wear one i keep it out so i don't put it away and that's just what I wear every day. When I'm going out, even inside, I'll wear that one watch. It's been good for my mental health. You should be proud. You're wearing an Apple Watch, so I don't think you can complain.
0: can't. please quote me the price of the
1: watch on your That's room not room. the point. <laughs> that's not the point. The point is we're trying to escape from mindless consumerism. God me go, please. You see, me, your humble servant. I have
0: entered into this place. You have said everywhere that the soles of my feet shall touch, I shall possess place. Every anointing that is going to be discussing the the way you have to decide to only wear
1: one wash for one week. Ah, It's not like that. That's not and how I meant Lord, it. What I mean is Your
0: that... name is wonderful. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You're actually the worst. You get what I mean, you know? Just I trying do. to I do, which is Be more simple. But simple, but still wanting to be relatively fashionable.
0: I watched um, Patriot Act. Oh, yes, I do quite like that. The episode on fast fashion. Um, uh, Raise a good point. Like What I was saying was that I didn't... It's not that I suddenly decided, you know what, I'm going to cut back on clothes as a result of it. But I understood where it was coming from and it made it easier for me because... I'm not I'm not into fashion like that um, I think mean, part of the benefits Of not having Not being invited to go anywhere oh, <laughs> Part of the benefits of not being invited to go anywhere Meant that um, You didn't have to have clothes To wear outside the house Fair um,
1: But you could still be stylish indoors I could But
0: why would I I, I never had Fair. that i could okay. live, There's literally never been a part. And I, I, the way my wardrobe works is purely based on function. Like, do I have enough jumpers? Yes. Do I have enough shirts? Yes. Do I have something that I could wear here? If I don't, then I'll buy it
1: hmm.
0: and mix and match to keep that up. But
1: It's good though. I think that's probably, if anything, is the better way to live.
0: It's easier. And like you say, mm-hmm. you don't,
1: you don't get stuck in that choice. And I think a lot, or like, ah, like, oh, people have seen me outside wearing this exact outfit, or this combination of this and that. Just their business.
0: Mm. I didn't tell them to see me. Next time, let them close their eyes, isn't it? Yeah, and social media hasn't helped with that because when you see, like, I can't even pretend like I'm oblivious to it or I'm above it, because when I like you see it, it's still a lot of pressure, a lot of like, oh, okay, sometimes I wish. Uh, if I was to go out to DLT or if I was to go to (laughs) something like that, what would I look like? I couldn't go there because I'd be looking around me looking like God, (laughs) shit, we took this seriously.
1: From the ghetto. I'm kind of,
0: yeah, I think it's part, it's it's part that it keeps me, it keeps me humble with it as well Mm -hmm. because it's, Just one way for me to remember that at the end of the day, no matter how rich I get, no matter how far I go, the money don't go with me. And if I want to try and start stunting with people Mm. and then I die while stunting, what will I have gained? Let me, let me use Mm. my money to do something useful. Let me use my money to use my money, my time, my energy on something that's actually going to make a difference, something that's going to make an
1: impact. Wow. You sound far more thoughtful and erudite than me. Don't get confused. Like, in at the back of
0: every single one of these selfless sounding thoughts, there's a selfish bastard
1: <laughs> to come out. So it's hard because I'm very against fast fashion. I am now recently converted. Well, recently in the last few years, especially as you become more aware of the massive amounts of waste, waste in the industry. The it. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, very against that, and I've definitely tried. So I buy a lot less, and I definitely try to manage in terms of things that I actually buy.
0: But I I still—it's nice. It's like I my my thing is I think I'm I'm coming out as more of a centrist these days, like Mm. because this is
1: good. Welcome, welcome. Get yourself still
0: still close to the left. (laughs) Because I'm, I think there is, as much as people try and say, oh, yeah, left extremism doesn't exist, it does Mm. exist. Because this idea that unless you are a vegan climate activist who showers once a week, who only travels by foot or by swimming, um, you are contributing to it's like, no, relax. Mm. Some people, for them, their thing that, de-stresses them that brings them into a center is just being able to look good. Um, You don't know where people have come from, what their backgrounds are. For someone who has come from nothing and now has the ability to buy themselves the outfit that they couldn't have even dreamed of when they were younger, shut your mouth and let them live their life. However, equally, I think there is a a need for responsibility. What that responsibility looks like to you is not necessarily going to be the same as for me. And the main things for me to run my race, run that stay in my lane, keep my eyes facing forward and make sure if someone needs my help, that's the only time I need to turn left or right. Mm. The rest of it. Mind your own. It's not your place.
1: I agree. Yeah, I was talking with a friend on the podcast actually the other day about how I think we need to understand that we really do have to do our part because environment i know we're now talking about the environment but generally we've done so much damage to the planet to our ecosystem in many ways perhaps beyond repair yeah in other ways perhaps there's more we can do there's more research that needs to be done there's more things that need to be investigated um and also pragmatism yeah because for example you mentioned the plane thing and not just because i enjoy flying or i enjoy traveling to places but I just do not see what the alternative will be. So I, I do understand the concept of, yes, let's fly less to save, I mean, oh. marginal, marginal amounts of CO2 because it contributes to the overall tally. I get that. But it's not as though we can stop travelling to other countries or we can stop flying. You know, will we just resort to using boats or so, do you know I what think, I mean?
0: I think it's the the question for that is always going to be where it's avoidable. So, right. okay. Things like business trips where we are damn near on the brink of holographic telephone calls. You don't need to be in the <laughs> building. Okay. Like the Avengers have shown it can be done. It can be done. All right. Like have a if you need to have a meeting,
1: uh
0: bro book a room in your venue we'll book a room in ours turn the webcam on so that you're communicating
1: like but do you not think that has an impact on i say international relations but i don't mean that just on a global scale in terms of how we talk about with within, politics within and with the business team? but no within humanity i think okay so part of the push towards globalization i think part of my issue is that i always think of everything from a very macro perspective Mm -hmm. i'm always thinking of everything from progress of humanity whereas where are we going as humans and that's why i i was saying like long term what happens with with or without planes but i do think that in terms of having the ability to go from one end of the planet to another maybe it doesn't need to be in five six hours Mm -hmm. But knowing that it used to take months, knowing that like you would have to give up your job and use months of your life or years of your life to travel from here, even back to Nigeria or to wherever you're from or wherever you want to go to meet people, to interact with people. I do photography. The fact that I can go to far corners of the planet and meet and interact and see different cultures, different ways of life. I think there is tremendous value in that. Mm. And I understand, of course, that I know that I can't prioritize my enjoyment Mm. and my wanting to take random photos over the longevity of the entire planet. I completely get that. But I do think that... It's the same issue that we actually have with environmentalism. I think there are some things that people are doing simply because it makes them feel better about themselves and not because the net result is actually any better. Extinction Rebellion. Um, Yes, Extinction Rebellion is a good example, but even just on a more micro level. So for example, and it's funny because I don't want to say, well, it does go back to the whole insidiousness of capitalism, Mm. even though... I'm often a strong proponent of it. You're a massive capitalist, yes. Not necessarily, but it's the fact. It's the fact that so, for example, what happens when people start caring about the environment? Suddenly, loads of companies pop up mm. saying, "Buy our better plastic cups, buy our organic tote bags, because save the planet by buying more stuff." Yeah. the The stuff that you're making is not inherently better for the planet. All you have to do. And I tweeted about this a while ago. I'm not sure if you saw it, but it was about the fact that and i I again am contributing hugely here because I love tote bags. but using one yeah, you bought cotton a tote York, you bag bought a New Yorker subscription because of the tote bag, I did buy a New Yorker subscription for the tote bag, but it's really cool. Okay. however, <laughs> however, I mean I'll talk about how to make it okay but <laughs> You have to use a tote bag 127 times for it to to be better than using plastic bags, which is nuts. Because people then don't. Yeah. And so so many people don't. I do. And I keep all of them, which is why I think, you know, it's okay for me because I I still keep all my tote bags. But But generally speaking, most of the time, most of the time. Yeah, I do. do. I do. do I do. I do.
0: Bear in mind, as soon as you multiply the number of tote bags you have bought, you have to multiply the number of times. Basically, I think I've
1: reached thing. a point at where I will have to be carrying tote bags till I'm around 45, 50. Yeah. However, however they are more sustainable. Yeah. But what's weird about that as well, I'm going off tangent because I had an original point that I wanted to make. But what's weird about all of this as well is the fact that... Um, when we talk about consumerism this is very much a singular demographic issue because black people been recycling plastic bags yeah. from, the from the beginning from from the dawn of time yeah like every black family listening a, to this podcast box. right now you know in your kitchen right now there is a little cupboard there of. is a cupboard and in that cupboard there are plastic bags correct
0: and they will either become bin bags or they will become uh, lunch bags or there will be when you've run out of cling film you just need to wrap up that <laughs> thing.
1: exactly and you will use those bags until they tear yeah but it's funny because i guess we have done that by virtue of scarceness of resources even when plastic bags were free you now have to pay 5p for them so we double down Jeff, on, on how much we're saving the bags yeah. but it's funny because that is the actual best solution the best solution now, if you wanted to buy a bag,
0: what you have. get
1: one plastic bag and use it until it breaks. Use yeah. it forever. That's that's the ideal. That's better than going and buying organic cotton tote bags. In the same way, with cups, just use the cup you have for as long as you can use it. Into the answer bag. is ne- almost never buying another thing makes it better than using the one you already have. Even if you got a paper cup, which is how from back to the clothes. Hmm? How we go back to the clothes? Yes, true.
0: Really good at just tying all these threads together. I am, yeah. Not saying I am. Uh, I mean, wow. Because just think about that when you're pairing your wardrobe down.
1: (laughs) (laughs) What to recycle my clothes? I should. I should actually.
0: Like I joked about. I joked about um, sharing. Like, but literally, just give it to. Hand me downs are one of the first ways of recycling, and we we see it we see it as a bit of a par, mm. but realistically,
1: no. It's if you
0: if you're if you're the same size, yeah. Your boy is not wanting to wear this anymore.
1: That's very true. Wash
0: it, dry clean it, whatever mm. you need to do. Give it some new wardrobe, bro.
1: Ironically, that's another thing that comes back to ethnic minorities because there are items of clothing that have been in my family. <laughs> for generations (laughs) and not just that i have shirts that i have now given to my dad that my dad gave to me as in like these shirts have been back and forth since at least the 70s or maybe the 80s and that's only because that's where my dad got them so these shirts these items of clothing have been in circulation And it's fantastic. And it's really good from that perspective. And it's interesting also because a lot of the time these things become fashionable again and whatever. So I think it's, it's important. You're right. I will, to anyone listening to this podcast, if you would like anything from my wardrobe, let me know. Because as you were saying that, I realized that when I was, it was even before I moved. But at one point I was cleaning up my wardrobe a year or two ago in my family home. And so there was a lot of stuff we took to charity because I'm not wearing it. Nobody's wearing it. Cool. But then there was also more expensive stuff that I was like, I'm not wearing it, but I should probably give it this away or do something. Mm-hmm. So I put all of them in like black bin bags and put them in the attic and they're probably still there now.
0: Um, I'm going to be right back. I just
1: need to make it quick. <laughs> but some of them, no, some of them. So for example, I have cousins. So whenever my cousin's come. i'll bring them down and they can pick whatever they want oh yeah so no, one that, of my uncles i don't know one of my uncles now has yeezys just lots of stuff the yeezy thing was funny because i never wore them i know you're looking at me funny of course you didn't well no i did at first but what was funny is i just but didn't find ugly. them as comfortable they are ugly so again but they are so i'm generally ugly. not a trainer person but they are ugly they're okay they are ugly I think so. The issue, the reason I stopped wearing them was because I wore racist? them. So I got them in Japan, in Tokyo, uh, from like one of these streetwear stores.
0: They weren't real? No. So you're saying a bootleg. From Yeezys. a
1: streetwear store in Japan. Last so what week, I'm,
0: hearing, what I'm hearing listeners take this into account. This is fake news. Fraudulent. Oh my gosh. Yeezys. No.
1: Do you know how expensive that streetwear stuff is?
0: Yay will find you.
1: Do you know... It's so expensive. And he will remind it's you even that more slavery expensive. was a
0: choice. Stop, stop. No,
1: no, no, no. <laughs> it's even more expensive than if I'd bought it from the store. And the only reason I bought it was because, I don't know, people said it was cool. I literally went that, yeah, I just bought Hirachi's, which my dad now has, and the Yeezys, which my uncle now has. And I think another pair of shoes. Basically, I just got whatever people were, whatever the zeitgeist was. The shoes people were saying were cool. I just bought those shoes. And I wore them. And I remember I went to an American football game at Wembley and some guy was like, oh, those are cool shoes. And I was like, yes, my G, that, yeah, those are the shoes because people love them. But anyway, so the reason I stopped wearing them was because I took them with me to, well, I got them in Japan, mm-hmm. in Tokyo. Then we went to Kyoto and I wore them while, while hiking in a forest. It wasn't an intentional hike. We went to a temple and then we wandered off, like, off the back and yeah. then got lost. Then we spent, like, three or four hours kind of wandering through the woods. But I did all of that wearing these relatively new shoes. So after that, they were just a bit like, yeah. Then they just became, like, you know, any dirty shoes that you have. We'll be right back after this break.
0: Again god <laughs> I see what you have done for others not like that i just i just need one but just you know one what? day <laughs> lord let me let me experience wow. this grace to just buy yeezys and go
1: it's just another I dirty don't think it's like that what's interesting is that i think shoe. i value the things that i think look better the things that are comfortable for me the things that i that's what i value i don't care about not that i have money but i don't care once stop i stop this fake agenda once i Sorry. own something i don't care as much about how much it costs yeah so for example there's a very good example of this okay bring it bring it bring one it. of the very first watches i got mm. was a Heuer Grand carrera i think 32 i can't remember the full name a relatively expensive watch. All all and I don't it's wear it anymore. Been. It's in a box. I haven't touched it. Give yet. it to no, me! No, 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 no. The point is, I think I got it. It was funny because I actually remember once I was having my <laughs> driving test. Yes. I was having my driving test and I think I was complaining about like not having money or something. And the driver was just like, isn't that a tag? As in, like, on my wrist and my hand is on the steering wheel. And I was like... <laughs> <laughs> but, no, I think it was way too early. That was just me spending money I didn't have. And... Cox
0: Panoramic Wi-Fi Advanced Security protects your connected devices, helps you avoid sketchy sites, and sends real-time alerts. So you're in the know. Learn more at cox.com pano. Restrictions apply. Copyright 2020, Cox Communications, Inc. All rights reserved.
1: Being excited about... Having just joined a law firm, Mm -hmm. it was probably my first year there. You know, I think it it was a very big mistake. And I think also, you suddenly then become very conscious of the amount of money that you're wearing, Mm -hmm. which is nuts. And it's not, it just, I wasn't ready for it. And so I put it away and I started my entire watch collection again from scratch. So I got one watch that was maybe... About four hundred,
0: four fifty. Is this being recorded, like f- video? No, not video. Because I needed people to see my facial expressions throughout today.
1: Look, yeah, but I'm talking no, about I, you but, know no, so I hate, within I hate, the world of watches. I hear
0: what you're saying. I know, I know. It's those not, are quite I budget. Those, I know those are budget watches. Yeah, I think it's just it's just funny because it's not like we've spoken about this before. It's it's just not my that's not my realm of existence my reality does not comprehend that like when you
1: look at an automatic watch
0: you you are living the life of ghosts as far as I'm (laughs) concerned uh, as far as I'm concerned you you have a walk-in cupboard you have 17 of the same suit and you accidentally are the biggest drug dealer in goddamn New York
1: No,
0: Uh, without the drug dealer part I just wanted to clarify he's not I mean he may not be I have no confirmation of this. If he were a ghost, I probably wouldn't find out either. And if I did, I you know, That's wouldn't be true. able to say it.
1: In my defense, I, I do want to say this, because I've said this on Twitter before. Watches and suits are probably the only two things I spend real money yeah. on. So people buy shoes. I don't have any pair of trainers other than the Yeezys, but And the Harachis. And the Harachis. But almost all the rest of my trainers cost about £50. Pounds. Like my regular trainers, the, mm. the shoes I wear most often... Just 50 pounds is pretty much the max well sorry trainers let's say very specifically
0: <laughs> this is why it needed to be recorded like,
1: look the, the no, 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 no 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 but generally speaking yeah i spend money infrequently mm-hmm. on things that i keep for a long time and i have very particular things that i spend the most money on I also, for example, don't go out. I went to my first festival last year and it was free. And I went to two. And no, as in like, so all, no, no, a lot yeah, of the yeah, stuff that not, I do not, now... You're not out here spending your money. Exactly. Is... And people go out every week to eat or to go to parties, things like that. Yeah, and I if think, you I add think, up... I think you're quite good do you know for what that? I mean? Like, like if you add up five parties that you've gone to that cost £30, yeah. then you have a watch. Yeah, yeah.
0: No, I, I think, I think you're... I will, I will give you that. You're very good for that. Um, yeah. Where it comes to um, saving money in unconventional ways. So whether that's finding that's the true. codes, whether that's <laughs> uh, eating using the app that basically pays you to eat.
1: That app is beautiful. I, know. I So beautiful. And people think that I'm My
0: page. problem is just that I cannot, I'm not in London enough to make use of it. So it frustrates that's true. me.
1: Every time you're here, you need to use it. That app changed my life. It's called Ritual, by the way, and um, I'm gonna put a link yeah, to it put in the, the description in because I think so. The food I, you're eating has looked fantastic. It's delicious. This, 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 uh, this advert was brought to you by Ritual. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not saying that because they need to send me money. I will actually you eat didn't all say them it. after that. That's true. Um, but
0: no, uh, and I, I, I back that. I think for me, my. Because I agree, I've got I've got those things that I will spend money on. For example, I am locked in to Apple. I yes. don't think that they are the better phone by any stretch of the imagination. But every excuse me, every year I will get um I'll get the new one with the upgrade program. Yeah, see,
1: wow. With so the, you have money, money. That's more money than I spend on the new iPhone. It's on the
0: upgrade program. More I'm not or equal it. to.
1: Suits I, that you could have made by hand.
0: I didn't buy it outright. I'm upgrade programming, so, okay. so you pay every month, so yes. But I never millennial. complete, I never complete <laughs> the contract, so okay, I don't I, I get the new one every year, so it's not really that much for cash loss altogether. Fair. long term, sure, mm. but in terms of a contract by contract, no. Um,
1: How does that work again? Do you pay for that separately from your phone contract? Yes. So you just go to Apple yeah. and you say, here's my money Yeah. perpetually. So I'm paying... Sending new phones.
0: So let's say right now I'm paying like £70 a month for the phone. And then my SIM contract is £20 for 25 gig.
1: Right. That's still pretty egregious. Well, I mean, I guess you know what. It'd when be, you break it down, be, it'd be
0: it It'd be what ninety pound.
1: But the thing is, you do have to. You, I think, to get the most out of that, you kind of have to do what you're doing. Yeah, change you have it to every, get the new phone every year and, and change, hope that your consciousness never conscious. catches, up, catches up with you. As no, in, it's, 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 no, from the perspective that I think you only start losing out once you've kept a phone for more than one year because then for the current value of that phone you are now overpaying on average Exactly. whereas if you change it every single year then Mm -hmm. the average cost of each phone is drastically lower
0: and i also will renew well not renew uh review my phone sim contract so i will either get money taken off so this year it was only a pound off but five gig added um, last year they took like £5 off, but then they gave me a discount on an iPad contract separately. <laughs> like,
1: they got you again. Wait, you have a separate one for an iPad? Yeah. Wow, okay.
0: So altogether on the same contract, I've got 40... 40 gig?
1: How often do you use the iPad?
0: Oh, I use... So if I'm... Out and about. Mm. I'll be on the iPad because that's okay. why I use my Netflix, Amazon Prime video. Mm. Um, more subscriptions.
1: Oh, yeah. Mm.
0: But I don't pay for Netflix.
1: Who pays for Netflix?
0: My fiance pays for Netflix.
1: Bloody hell. I need to get one of those. Fine <laughs> mm.
0: time is coming.
1: It, what, let's not get into that because when? I don't believe, I don't celebrate colonial holidays. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Other than Christmas. But that was started by the Pagan Yeah. So, um,
0: so yeah yeah I, I my point is that we have our thing that we yes. are willing to spend on um while still for for example the other thing that i did spend big on when i first uh started working uh first big big thing i bought
1: was my car i knew you were gonna say that that's so many people buy these expensive just, cars. just to
0: clarify i didn't I went f- half-bougie on the car. Right. So. What's half-bougie? I Ballpark bought car. a Hyundai. Right. An i10. Okay. However, mm. I refused to buy a pre-owned car.
1: Sorry? I can't. I can't. There's you don't me. like that someone's touched the handlebar. It has to be the Sorry, me, handlebar. It, you can tell I didn't drive for <laughs> <laughs> the steering um, wheel. It has yeah. to be mine.
0: Like, mm. It's mine. And I chose the extras I wanted in it. So at the time I bought it, yeah. it was the top of the range. And then when it wasn't top of the range in the I ten the next time I upgraded it, mm. I got I think I had a two year contract. I got another I ten that was
1: top of the range again. See, this is this is just the difference in spending habits. Because for me, I am quite unscrupulously stringent with my budgeting. Yeah. And I was
0: paying less than £400 a month for that car.
1: Really? That's not terrible. But yeah, I, for example, like, be a bit when I had, like, my travel card for traveling to work, I would be recalculating, especially based on how busy I was, mm. how often I was taking taxis home.
0: See, that's what I don't do. I would rather, I would rather take the train and the bus. Now that I've sold my car, Really, I'll take a train and a bus. I'm not catching a taxi unless I absolutely have no, to. No, but
1: yeah, but we work late, as in at two a.m., three, four, five a.m. There's no ah trains I can see,
0: take. It's interesting you say that. Uh in my position now, hmm. I should, I set the way of working, and one of the uh, things I don't do because it's not good for your health, it's not good for your mental health. We're not doing those things. Yeah, it's anything not, anything that can't really. be finished hmm. before six or seven. Bloody can be hell. done tomorrow six o'clock yeah because <laughs> i work i, I work with it. i work with clients right? yeah i if shouldn't they, have sounded so surprised if they're gone
1: mm.
0: who's gonna review the work i'm gonna do
1: that's true that's so lucky that's a good industry to be in because what's difficult about law is that our clients are bankers mm-hmm. and the bankers already work late which means you have to work later than they work Basically, the, the number of nights I've been there, emailing back and forth, mm-hmm. and all you're hoping for with every email you send is that the other person's gone home, because you can't go, you can't just go
0: until like, you know until gone.
1: I know that they are gone, until there's been a substantial amount of time where I'm like, okay, they've definitely gone home, mm-hmm. I can go home. They're not going to ask me what's on page thirty-two of the securitization agreement. which I, like, I don't want that unhealthy,
0: and I think it's true. There needs to be. Yeah, there needs to be a lot more done to protect um, you, big, you big money makers.
1: There's no big money makers.
0: Big money makers, them Like the bankers and the lawyers. Because <clears throat> fast money is good. Fast money when you're dead is useless. That's true. Like people... I don't even
1: think fast money is that good. Mm. Well, it depends on the perspective you, you mean from. Fast money in terms of... What I often find with a lot of lawyers and bankers, particularly lawyers, um, especially at US firms, the un- the number of people I know who have time to spend any of the money they make is frightful.
0: But that's the thing, because this, this is why I think it's it, it works better when it's fast, right? If it's right. fast, you retire earlier, as long as you get to mm-hmm. a point where you're willing to retire. And you you have more time to enjoy it than the the slower drip feeding of, of wealth. You can't build the wealth as quickly. Like I have a friend who, who uh, is technically, he's a year younger than me. Um, maybe like a year and a half younger than me, but he went into banking right at the start of our careers. Right. His first salary is 10,000 more mm-hmm. than mine, which I was like, okay, yeah, you know, we're roughly, we're yeah, roughly still within more. touching distance. And his first year's bonus, my first year bonus, I was gassed because like four hundred pound for what, bro? <laughs> Sick. He came. <laughs> his his first year bonus was a hundred percent of his salary.
1: Oh yeah, I was gonna say that because some banking friends of mine have bonuses that are at least double their salary.
0: I almost threw up. Mm. We were we were at his girlfriend's showcase, and I was like, yeah. Listen, I'll I'll get us a drink. Got a bonus. He's like, yeah, me too. Do you want to know what mine was? And when he said it, I was like, listen, never <laughs> ask me to pay for anything ever in your life. True. Yeah. Um. But yeah, he he was able to buy a house. I think his. Uh, so when the budget came out, that first announced the stamp duty freeze. Yes, was when he was buying, ah, and that's he good was. Timing. No, because the house he was buying was more than double. Right. Yeah. Naturally. Yeah. In London? Yeah. Okay.
1: And I just went. Fair play. Oh, of Jesus. But that's the thing when you can afford it. But I think it's interesting how relative some of that is, though, because as much as that's a good example, I also find that a lot of the time. And this doesn't always get taken a while when I say it on Twitter mm-hmm. or in other forums. If you save your money, yeah. Well, if you can afford to save money, that's that's a big caveat. If you can all. afford to save your money, and you save as much as possible, yeah. Very often, you can save far more than people earn, a lot more than you. Because I remember yeah, when your, I first started, your spending
0: habits will increase. Exactly. Yeah.
1: When I first started, um, because I started before I finished law school. I well, which was a very new thing. I was like the first at pretty much any city firm to do that. They, I was getting paid less yeah. than my contemporaries, which also meant that. But I was saving, a, like as a percentage, way Not more. Like, yeah, I was saving more than people earning two or three times my salary.
0: Yeah, because for them, you had the money, you had exactly. To have the so you don't clothes, care about max, You had to have the the lifestyle that that displayed it yeah yeah
1: so it's funny from that perspective because what it's meant is that because i saved such a high proportion they didn't have to care as much so and i guess what it means is that they don't care as much because they know that they already have the money whenever they need to start saving within a year or two they can buy whatever they need to buy however if it took you four years to realize okay maybe i'm ready to start saving and I've been saving from day one yeah, yeah. three times what you were saving up until present day, then you I were, probably have more savings than you yeah. or equal, at least for a decent amount of time. Yeah, and you'll be able to, the, yeah, the,
0: I think the, the key caveat is what he said at the front though, um, is, is if you can afford to, hmm. which I think it's really important like i love i love the increase in conversation around saving i love the increase in conversation around uh, the importance of or the how easy it is to start yes um what i think is still missing and it's a little i don't know if it's naivety or just a bit of nuance that's missing is the fact that there are still f- homes and families in this country where even saving a pound a week absolutely would blow a budget Mm. and that's i think this is where we come back to the idea of me not being quite like center and moving towards the right Mm. because i'm still very much in favor of me being taxed more personally if it means that we can do something to address that one of one of the, the the main things i really want to achieve And if I get the grace and the means to do it, I want when I retire to have the means to be able to set up a, I don't even know what it would be called, but some kind of a a physical house Mm. um, that we could use to, like you'd use the space, maybe it's after kids have grown up and left, use that space to allow uh, like homeless people, They can use the house as their address. So if they are going for uh, job interviews, applications, that's the address they would list. Uh, we would provide like facilities for them to get cleaned up before those interviews. We'd provide uh, tools, so like a, just a room for computers, so they can go create CVs, have those uh, a telephone number that they can uh, list for them to receive this, receive calls back, and importantly, most importantly, um, that permanent address, which would allow them to open up a bank account.
1: Right. I think that that, that makes a big difference, actually.
0: Because, like, the... I don't know... why. What, what I don't want this to come across is some kind of self-righteous tirade.
1: No, of course. But the... But those things are so crucial. And, and I think people often overlook how small some of the things that factor into homelessness are the fact that you don't have time to care for children Mm -hmm. the fact that you don't have a printer to print off cvs or even to make a cv or you might not even have a cv but all of those things factor in the fact that you don't have shelter to keep any good clothes warm or safe or dry to show up for an interview especially in a place as cold and muggy as london um All of those things are huge factors that people don't always appreciate. If someone, even for an interview at, say, Sports Direct, if you turned up in a wet coat and shoes with holes in, they're going to look at you sideways. Exactly. And so I think those are all big factors. So I completely get what you're saying from that perspective because those are things people very easily overlook that have huge impacts on your ability to even, I think even beyond the level of starting to look for work or applying for work, I did mention this on a podcast episode a while ago where I was talking about UBI. Mm-hmm. The fact that for so many homeless people, they are not high enough on Maslow's hierarchy of needs to consider, like their their primary considerations are food, safety, water, yeah. not job, money, physical health, aspirations dreams none of that is of any concern at all until they get those very until you fund- can live day to day yeah and i think that's something we probably don't do enough to cover
0: like we, d- we definitely don't and, and for me the it's the it's the pain of knowing right that my parents when we first came here we and i'm not saying that i'm expecting people to struggle or whatever but we we went through the challenges we went through the tough times where you had to ration like like five pound was a big deal because that was the food for the week or whatever that went further back then than it does now. And yet there are still some people where five pounds is food for the week. It's the choice between food or electricity It's the choice between, uh, do I, do I, um, eat something myself or do I send my child to, to school hungry? Like, and the fact that it's no longer just those who are unemployed who are suffering that there are people who are working poor in a country like this for so long that makes no sense to me and if if for me if the way to do that is to take a little bit more out of mine i'll do that mm. because i know it's not a There are so many people who are on the streets, whether they are veterans, whether they are just people who worked but didn't have a high enough paying job. Yes. That killed themselves, broke their backs, but suddenly because a house, uh, an area suddenly has a coffee shop and is attracting a different demographic, the rent goes up. And what was just about managing turned into nowhere near sufficient. Hmm. Like through no fault of their own. And the way that we treat them, on a day to day basis, when we walk by them, when we see them when, when, when we assume that their decisions to go and and buy the alcohol to, to numb pain to take drugs to numb the pain, and forgetting that actually, for some people that it's a choice of, if you if if you end up in a place where you've run out of hope, and the only thing you have left is just to survive, when you reach that point that is not a place where any decent human being wants to be mm. nobody wants to be there but if you have if you feel like you are without any hope at all that people have stopped caring about you that you don't have those around you who are there to support you in those lowest moments then you will do whatever you can to feel something good right and the fact that i currently can't do enough hate it i hate it so if i get the means that is that is the one thing and i've spoken to rachel about this already like she knows that is what i want to do Mm. as a legacy thing that if i can do that and set that up whether it helps one person where it helps 10 people whatever just to change that because as far as this government's concerned, like as far as I'm concerned without getting too political about it either, I genuinely believe that these measures of austerity aren't a political attempt to get us back into a surplus. I think they are deliberate policies aimed at widening the gap between those who have and those who do not mm. and to make it harder for that gap to be bridged. Um And as a result, I cannot see a situation under this conservative government or any other conservative government where that would change or reverse. It is by design that the gap is widening and that will not only affect ethnic minorities and uh, underrepresented groups, but will also target white working class people. It It is just it's 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 ridiculous and outrageous that it's allowed to continue but that as long as they continue to stoke the flames of like infighting amongst the the persecuted groups yes it's easier for them to continue getting away with it
1: Thank you so much for tuning in. Please do stay tuned for more. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe. It really helps the podcast. And follow me on Twitter. Feel free to shoot me any thoughts. See you next time.
0: It's hard to tell which sites are safe and which are downright sketchy. But with Cox Panoramic Wi-Fi Advanced Security, it's easy. It protects all your connected devices, helps you avoid sketchy sites, and even sends real-time alerts straight to your inbox or phone. Plus, you can always check in with the Panoramic Wi-Fi app. So the only surprises are that there are no surprises. Learn more at cox.com pano. Restrictions apply. Copyright 2020, Cox Communications, Inc. All rights reserved.
1: 15 minutes could save you
0: 15% or more. Oh,
1: that's a cheer we used to do in softball.